0: Hello, and welcome to our The Word on the Street podcast series, where we feature thought leaders and influencers from TIS. Today's podcast is with Jacques Yana, head of Pre-Sales Europe. My name is Kate Pohl, and I'm a senior advisor to TIS. Our topic today is connectivity. But before we get into the meat of the discussion, perhaps, uh, Jacques, you can give us a little bit of background on yourself. And how you got into this and how you got to TIS, et cetera. Over to you.
1: Thank you, Kate, for the nice introductions. Um, yes, it's very a very good question that you ask. Um, because from background, I'm um, somebody who used to work in finance, corporate finance, and uh, also treasurer. And I decided to cross the river to join <laughs> the other part and help all corporate. Indeed, to implement um, a treasury management system, a payment platform, and to make the life easier, I understand myself as an entrepreneur because every project is a new challenge for us, a challenge that we'd like to have actually.
0: Very good. okay, so you cross the river in order to help those like you do better, so that, I love it. <laughs> okay, so what does connectivity actually refer to? Is this connectivity to banks and or to systems or both? Can you go into some detail here? That is
1: also a very good question because we have other different uh, wording used for integration and connectivity when it comes to back end or connecting to the banks. So at TIF we do a clear differentiation between both words. You have to take it like being an kind of engineer of an ecosystem. And if you feel it that uh, with this um, view, then it's become clear that an integrations, it's linked to the back end system. It's linked to the ARP system. It's linked to your infrastructure that you have in your corporate. And when it's come to connect to a network, which is the banks, then you will use the word connectivity. And that's make a very big differentiation, a clear structure way for all the guys out there to make a differentiation between what actually the two words means.
0: Okay. So when you talk about connectivity to the corporate itself, going to it, you're thinking more about linking up and when you're going towards the banks, you're talking more about the word connectivity. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay. But why is all this so important? Why, why even bother talking about it? Isn't it self-evident?
1: So it's important because uh, when it comes to connectivities um, with the banks, um, which is the other part, um, you have to distinguish between uh, the direct connectivity that you might have or you the de- connectivity via a third party. Uh, when it comes to integration, it is with your own environment and you mm-hmm. integrate with, um, to have kind of limited uh, silo within your, within your infrastructure. So you connect then the infrastructure for so you integrate then the infrastructure in your environment in order to link it with the, the third party, which is the banks via the connectivities. That's why it's important to make this difference. Um, mm-hmm. so corporate clients, um, the connectivity options, and that is why we use the word options. Uh, it's because of the third party or the direct connectivity. And that is another topic that probably might be of interest.
0: Okay. Um, would you agree that simplicity and connectivity then supports growth uh, and change and the ability to say, do an acquisition or a divestiture, is that, is that important?
1: That is very important actually, Kate, because, um, and that's of course we can say, it's help uh, the growth, uh, it support the growth. Let's maybe take a youth case. Uh, you have 100 companies that you, you have under your holdings, you're doing business worldwide in different continents. With several wallets of banks, and um, you would like to connect those banks uh, uh, in one infrastructure. Uh, therefore, you will have two questions is it about standardizations, or is it about simplifications, or concentrations of the, the whole? The way you will connect with the banks will have an, an impact, which might be very important financially. But also an implementation and communication and governance to your corporate. And therefore, it can accelerate the, integ- the post merger integration mm-hmm. or impede the integration. So, and maybe uh, expose you to risk that were not there before, like fraud or other uh, less available information, uh, uh, or uh, you can have less visibility even uh, that make you to have no accurate financial decisions. So indeed, the way you connect to the banks is very important.
0: Okay. Uh, absolutely understood. Um, what about standardization versus centralization? I mean, that's a topic that that I used to have all the time with treasurers. You know, the fact that centralization sounds very appealing, but it's very difficult. So it, it sounds like clients can avoid the cost and the bur- burden of actual centralization if they standardize and, in your words, integrate or connect properly. Um, so the easier that connection is, the better. Would you agree?
1: So you know that there's not some such kind of black or white way to see the whole. It's always depend on the, how your, your architecture is for today and what is your strategy behind it. But, standardization uh, doesn't mean a contrary to centralization. We don't have to take it that way because both can very help corporate to achieve their Mm targets. So um, when it comes to at this level, it's about why do you try to standardize something? You would like to reach a very fast process. You would like to have uh, agility in some part. You would like to have kind of synergy effect which is not against centralization. The question, the trade-off is how I make it simple for everybody at the end also. And that is possible if you have a single getaway or a single platform to manage all those. Therefore, um, it's really uh, important to say that um, those two words work together. Mm -hmm. It's possible to have them both. Your provider should enable you to breach the silos and to make easier within the whole corporate uh, to apply the governance and the standard that you define.
0: Okay, fair enough, thanks. So what would be the target client or type of client who does business with TIS? Can you, can you describe that? What is the, yeah, what do you, what fits?
1: So we do not close doors. Uh, because we propose something that is open for the whole market at TIS. That means we might have small corporate, we might have middle corporate. Of course, the more complex it is, the better it is because TIS is there to take complexity. So um, for the the degree of complexity for a small corporate uh, is probably... Um, a challenge in the daily way, which is not the same than, than the big corporate operating worldwide. So I will put it, we take complexity and therefore we have customer having 200 banks worldwide, 100 ERP in the back end system, but we do also work with those having three banks, but having a big challenge when it comes because the resources on the IT side are missing or in treasury. So we analyze the use case and we help you then in your daily base.
0: Hey, hey. fair enough. Um, Let's get even more specific, though. So how many bank accounts? How many systems does your average client have and um, need to connect with? Uh, What is the range? What would you say?
1: So I would say um, in average, um, and that is important, like I said before, we have customer in the largest customer. They have over 200 bank accounts. Uh, banks not bank account because we have a customer with thousands of bank accounts Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. and they connect to hundreds of ERP's back-end systems because of acquisitions that they used to have and therefore legacy systems are there Um, and this kind of complexity we take it with us because those customers are operating in over 120 countries worldwide Uh, so our average will be something between 50 countries operating worldwide. We will take it that way. The biggest being over the 50 and the lowest uh, below 20, 25
0: mm-hmm.
1: bank country.
0: So these are the countries, okay. Mm-hmm. And it's important
1: to have a view on the country because we are talking about yeah. payments, we're talking about jurisdictions, right. we're talking okay. about legal law and central bank requirement. And therefore, we always of see course. it on the bank country combination
0: so uh and is it usually is it your experience that a company will have also multiple banks in a country given their you know growth by acquisition or is that unusual
1: um on the treasury side it's normal even to have several banks in the country to avoid the third-party risk so uh if by overnight your main banks go bank run bankrupt or have a challenge <laughs> if you know, connectivity then you cannot Pay salaries; it will be, and a bad news for the CFO. So, um, indeed, we experience always at least two banks, country combination with customers.
0: Yeah, it's called. So, we have risk diversification going on here, huh? Exactly. (laughs) Very good. All right, and uh, now we talked about connectivity, but how does it really work? So, what are the most common ways you can actually connect?
1: So, um. I will I will use the general technical word, but uh please, if you are in some country, it's actually the same, just the wording is changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the we have today four main ways of connecting. Uh, we have uh the first one is the host to host, which is a standard. You connect directly to your banks. Then we have the second one is ABIX, which is more in the uh, that region in Europe, but also going very, very faster in Asia, Asia Pacific room, And then we have the Swiss, which is what, what one of the most used internationally today. And lastly, and lately also the API. So those three connectivity options are available. They might have some names in the US that are different in Europe, but it's still you at to have, uh, Right, okay.
0: So, do you see particular pros and cons from this different kinds of connectivity? Can you talk about that?
1: It's it's we will come again with the answer. It depend, right? <laughs> <laughs> because like like I said before, we have this. You have your strategies that you're following. You have your challenges, and related to that, you take a decisions. Every single um, connectivity options have a price, on timing, on cost on um, message when it comes to standardization. So if you have a very, uh, you would like to uniformize your, uh, or standardize your backend system, having just one message, uh, then it might make sense for you, maybe because you are operating in hundred country and you would like to have one ARP system and you want to read only empty message. And then you say for empty message, I would like to go for fifth only. Of course, it's a strategy that you define, but it also has some challenges because you might not have the possibility to connect all the banks worldwide with Swift. Oh, yeah. And therefore, for other small companies having kind of limited coverage worldwide, it will it might not make sense for them to go for Swift, but maybe to choose a host-to-host connectivity. Oh, yeah. um, so it really depends on the use cases.
0: Okay, and why doesn't a corporate actually do this themselves? Why do they need someone to help them? Why do they need a company like, say, TIS to do something like that?
1: Well, uh, Kate, if I am uh, if you ask me today to build a house, I will tell you that I have no knowledge of that. I have not studied this. <laughs> it's not <laughs> my, my way to work. Therefore. Um, um, we are expecting co- uh, corporate to acknowledge that uh, it's not their core businesses and um, they are losing um, uh, really efficiency and they are losing synergy effect because they focus on the wrong uh, uh, parts, which is actually important for their daily business, mm-hmm. but not their core business. And therefore, we take this complexity for them. Uh, by the way, um, you can have an IT treasury IT uh, uh, team within Mm -hmm. your corporate. How will you manage legal changes or uh, when it comes to format, when it comes to um, having kind of agility in your infrastructure because of innovation? Those are the questions that you don't have to take care when you give up this complexity to a third party actually.
0: Okay, understood. And so that in the end of the day, you have TIS that really takes the complexity out of this whole connectivity story. Um, and if I understood you correctly, so it's it's not just um, even in hooking up; it's not just even in the fact that TIS understands the markets and the needs and understands the players, but also takes care of everything going forward. So you do it. You don't have to continually keep it up, or maintain it, or change it, or modify it, etc.
1: Exactly. The keyword you you say here is maintenance, uh, which is actually usually every two to three years. David, they need to maintain the format. They a need also to integrate. And um, there's another keyword that I have not used today, uh, maybe agility and also the how faster. You, you act. If you have major acquisition and you want to integrate your backend system, your your infrastructure, how fast you can do it. Right. And that is exactly what we also take care of. Um, remember Kate that our corporate do not have a landscape that is only monolithic actually. They have a different system behind this and um, which also make them to have some kind of silo again. Mm-hmm. And it really makes sense to have um, a platform that helps you to have everything interconnected so that you can imply or enforce governance at one getaway, which is not easy if you build it yourself and maintain it uh, in the future.
0: Understood. Um, so looking at it from just a slightly different angle, yet again, is Who's most interested in this? Would you say it's the treasurer? Is it the cash manager? Is it the CFO? I mean, who who worries about this the most, or is it everybody at the same time? What do you What would you say to that?
1: Well, okay, let me assume that I'm a CFO and they have a fraud case. Yeah. Then I will be very, very <laughs> uh, interested into what is going on in the payment side, yeah,
0: yeah, because yeah, I will absolutely. have to report
1: it on my level, my Yeah, Yeah. Um, yeah the treasurer or the cash manager would like to have the provision safe and he would like to sleep uh, at night because he knows exactly how many cash he has and he wants to pay salary uh, uh, the day after. So um, I remember myself as a treasurer while doing payments already saying uh, internally, oh, please God, I hope that everything is clear with this payment and nobody has tried any fraud case or this kind of stuff. So, Internal fraud, internal uh, internal audit is interested. Accounting is interested. Tax is inter- interested. So all those function behind the CFO, even HR for HR payments and IT, because we take out the complexity and they can focus on other topics, all of them are interested. And that is exactly what we try to answer within TIS mm-hmm. with our <laughs> new proposed enterprise payment optimization, which is actually to reduce those silo and build kind of enable that makes you connecting all those support function within your ecosystem.
0: Okay, fair enough. So if it becomes, if connectivity becomes easy and you can really outsource it and you can worry about other things, what do you worry about? What are the other advantages? Um, What can I expect?
1: So um, actually I was laughing today uh, because I have a customer asking me Yes, but I have a monolithic infrastructure. Everything working well, is fully integrated. And I say, yes, but uh, are you doing activation? You say, yes. Um, do they have also the same back uh, backend system? No, and it's very really challenging. I say, yes. You know, it's a question of simplicity on demand or complexity on demand. <laughs> so which one you want to select, it's up to you. Mm-hmm. So, it, And that's exactly the question that uh, the one deciding uh, at this level, they have to ask themselves how complex or how simple I would like to have my daily business.
0: Right. Got it. I love it. Simplicity or complexity on demand. OK, I, I would definitely choose simplicity. I got that part. Okay, so sort of like, uh, you know, to round this all off, um, you know, and I know we've talked a lot about TIS, but I think this was uh, particularly important uh, as an example. Uh, If we talk about connectivity, of course, this this is the place. So why do you think TIS now really specifically is so well suited to support these clients?
1: Well, we are very confident that when we give an opinion, these opinions, which is actually false in general because the customer decides, turn to be right. We keep to our wording, our word, and we commit to that. And we do not do it because we try to sell something. It's because we have the infrastructure for that. Mm -hmm. We have the technology for that. And when we say to connect with bank, we can connect today with over- 900 banks directly, directly very important mm-hmm. because we can co- even connect uh, more than 11 to 12,000 with Swift. Okay? Right. So when I talk about directly, it's really host-to-host AirBix APIs. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have a very strong integration with some provider of ERP system. We also integrate even today with our competitor systems. So, um, and uh, that means we have integrated just to give you a number over 1,600 system, uh, backend system worldwide. Uh, We're doing business over, our customer are doing business over 100 countries. Mm -hmm. And we have something that is very important to to say here, a format library. And the format library is important because of the jurisdiction topics this particular in some country when you want to pay taxes or, or other type of payments and today we can provide you a library on demand with over over hundred thousand of formats single formats so therefore we commit and we believe to be strong when it comes to this connectivity part
0: okay fair enough so now Any final words, any tips or tricks for
1: the audience? Um, I will come back to the word complexity and simplicity on demand. And the word is yours because you have the time to decide which one you want to take. Um, When you take simplicity, you have also bear in mind what we call the business case behind synergy effect that you will for sure experience when you have TIS. And you have a very, very satisfied corpor- uh, customer base with TIS. And that is very important and it's not usual in the industry. So if you want to check all these, we are open and we have customer open to experience, to actually uh, discuss with you and share the experience they have working with TIS. Perfect. Well,
0: thank you so much, Jacques. And thanks for all of you for listening. This was the word on the street. Bye-bye for now.